welcome to Finding My Joy podcast. I'm Tyler Garrett, and this episode is called, Do You Remember? Hey, so go ahead and pause this episode so you can share, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. I'll wait. (laughs) And now that you did that, let's get ready for our little ray of joy moment. So I found a quote on this guy's LinkedIn page, and it goes like this. When a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. This misinformation will feel unfair, but stay above it, trusting that other people will eventually see the truth just like you did. Uh, This quote may not sound too joyful, but it goes along with what I want to talk about today, and I want... wanted to use it to motivate you to be free from any toxicity that you're going through now just wait one more minute and i'll jump right back in hey i'm back all right so a couple of weeks ago my pastor was talking about how people always say that you should not live in the past But he put a little spin on it to say that we should look to our past to be reminded of how God brought us through the hard times and the challenges. This sermon, along with this past weekend that I spent with my sister Ty and my bestest friend Fabi, really got me thinking about all that I have been through and saved from, specifically with relationships and friendships. And it's about time that I talked about this because a friend of mine actually requested this topic a while ago and I just wasn't quite ready to speak on it yet but now I am so to kick this conversation off I'm going to get really personal and just tell y'all about some of the toxic relationships maybe situationships dateships or whatever ships that I have been in now I've been known to fall for guys that I'm dating like really quickly and I'm talking like super pressed I would do pretty much anything for them drive them around everywhere because they didn't have a car buy them things they didn't need I was like out here writing their college papers creating powerpoint presentations for them giving them a place to stay making them resumes and like all sorts of extra things for dudes who I could barely get to communicate with me And some of these things I would even do for dudes before we got in relationships. But actually, in many of these cases, we never even ended up in a relationship. So I was really young when I lost my virginity. I was like in the 10th grade. And I had developed this mentality for a long time where I felt that I had to sleep with a guy because that's what they want and that's how you keep them. Then it kind of just merged into this mentality altogether that sex is expected and must happen. So I remember a time where I went on a date with a guy, we slept together, and then he literally went ghost forever. There were other times that I caught up in these like situationships where I really liked a guy and he would always just want to hang out and chill. But hanging out always meant that I would have to drive over to his spot and we would chill and I'm sure we all know what it typically means to chill but being even more real a lot of these times I didn't want to have sex at all 
but would do it because I didn't want to displease the guy I was dealing with. And I know some of y'all are probably thinking that I am an idiot right now. And some of y'all can probably relate, but my stories don't stop here. I have been in a relationship where there was just no trust. And every time trust was restored, it was lost again for the same reason or more reasons. (laughs) And there was another time I even got caught up in a, I guess this was called more like a whatever ship with a married guy. And now this one gets really crazy. And you don't realize until you really look back on something how many signs you missed or honestly ignored because you really want to be with a certain person or just because you want to have someone to love you in general. Now, the married guy I met at a training and he never wore a wedding ring. We would hang out after the training day and we would go back to um, our hotel rooms and at certain times he would go to his hotel room to make phone calls and would come back to my room saying that he was talking with his mom then at the end of the training I asked um, to connect with him on Facebook we already had exchanged phone numbers Um, but he told me he didn't have one now I don't know what made me do this but I just happened to go on Facebook typed his name and ended up finding his page and his recent profile picture of him with his wife on his page So I left him alone. So like a week after the training, I get a text from him. And I don't remember exactly what I said to him, like what my response was. But I immediately was like, why didn't you tell me you were married? And his response, which I remember very clearly, was this. You never asked. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how I almost lost it when I heard that. But then thinking about how crazy I was because I stayed and dealt with this dude. Anyway, then he, like after that, he called saying all this crap about um, how they're separated, but they live in separate rooms in their house because they're, because of their rent and lease and stuff like that. And also because of their kids. And he even made like a slick comment about me never seeing him with a wedding, his wedding ring on because they were separated. And all of this should have seriously been enough for me to stop talking to this dude. Yet I let him get in my head with words and attention. And it got so bad, like bad enough to where I was flying out to see him and getting hotel rooms because I couldn't stay with him at his house. And I fell for all this bull crap because of how much we would communicate on a daily basis. And I just knew like there was no way he could be married, talking to me all this time and chilling with me at a hotel and spending like all this time and attention on me. And I don't know what finally made me come to my senses after freaking six months or so of this, but I'm glad I did. And it's just how, it's just insane how desperate I was for that false love and attention that I didn't realize what I was doing. And y'all, y'all ain't gonna believe it, but it doesn't stop here either. So I'm gonna share one last toxic relationship with y'all because by now you pretty much know my life. 
And also, I'm just, I could be talking to you all day if I shared everything that I've been through. But I was with a guy for a year all together. Um, I was driving him around everywhere he needed to go. And maybe every now and then he would put like $20 in the tank. And he lied from the beginning, but I didn't catch this lie until like a couple of months or so after we had been together. But yet I still stayed. And what he lied about was just, it was dirty. Like he really did me dirty. He had me believing that this girl that we would hang out with before we were actually in a relationship was just his homegirl that sleeps with his homeboy. And so me and her got cool over time and we will all start hanging out when me and him were actually dating and in a relationship now. And so me and her became friends. And what I ended up finding out was that they had been sleeping together for a while. And I'm pretty sure they were sleeping together while we were together. This was the most toxic relationship I had ever been in. We would drink together too much, then argue and fight all the time. And when we would fight, I would like try to leave the apartment, but he would block the door. And there were lots of other times. And honestly, I still don't know how or when he had the time to do it, but he would like hide my car keys or my phone so I wouldn't leave. And eventually one day he got his own car, um, but don't let me slam the door or walk in the dirt before getting in his car because he would lose it. But that didn't matter. None of that mattered when it came to my car and all the times he jumped on it and pulled on my door handles when I was trying to leave or get away from the situation. Anyway, one night I ordered an Uber and didn't put my shoes on. Um, And I just literally just ran outside to wait for the Uber because we had gotten into an argument and I didn't have my car. So while I'm standing outside, I did not hear a sound. Like he was literally like a ninja. He came up behind me and put me in a headlock. And it was a quick headlock and he let go, but it still happened. And my Uber came and saved me from that situation uh, because it could have gotten worse if the Uber didn't show up, honestly. But guess who still ended up dealing with this dude again? Yep, this girl. So we went to a friend's party one night and we were really vibing, um, but then we had too much alcohol and the tables like turned. I remember running outside with no heels on, I lost my phone and I blacked out for a bit because the dude punched me in my face. (laughs) I got out of that situation for the night and went to my friend's house um, because his friends uh, told me that they would drop me off which they did um, because he disappeared from the party and left me stranded there. Uh, But then his friends called me in the morning and told me that they would take me to my car, which was at his house, and so were my keys. But they tricked me. They didn't... When When they came to pick me up, my friend told them not to let me around him and to make sure that he doesn't get near me. And so I'm believing, like, that they're just being kind and taking me to my car and that they were going to have my back. But 
what happened is when I got in the car, he was actually in the car too. Uh, but at this point, I was already there, and I just figured I would get in and like not talk to him. So I planned to ignore him the whole way and just get to my car, get my keys, and leave. But they didn't take me straight to my car because I didn't have any shoes on since I lost them along with my phone that previous night when we were fighting. And he was like trying to pretend that he was all sorry and that he cared about me so much. So he had them stop at the store so he could get me some socks and shoes. Now, these are like just some of the situations of the crazy stuff that we went through. And what's crazy is getting punched in the face wasn't enough for me. I I did distance myself from him for a while. Then we got back in good together and we were basically like back to normal, our normal. Then one day he went to Miami and the chick that he had lied to me about being his homegirl in the beginning was there too. Long story short, He disappeared for a while via phone and social media, and she disappeared off her social media as well, and then posted something about having her first threesome. Now, this was all just like a little too coincidental because according to her social media, she had went there with her one girlfriend, and I knew he went there with his one homeboy. So after I saw this post, I'm calling him, but he's not answering, so I call his homeboy, And right after that, I see a post from his homeboy. I mean, I called his homeboy and his homeboy told me that he wasn't with my boyfriend at the time right then. That he had actually left him to go get food. Um, But on his social media at that time, he had been posting videos of himself being on the roof of the hotel or something. So I'm like, okay, you're lying. You did not go get food. And you're at the hotel where he should be. So why is he not answering the phone? So I call him and when he finally, I call him again, my my boyfriend at the time. And when he finally answers, he lies and says he was with his homeboy, the one that I had just called. (laughs) And so there's like a lot of back and forth about that. And he even denied like all the questions I asked about the girl and He just was, it was just bad. He just kept lying and lying. The whole thing was a mess. And that was the situation that finally allowed me to fully break it off with him. Uh, We ended the relationship and we stopped talking. For a long time, we did reconnect briefly, like a month or so after that. But then... I don't know, I finally, finally, finally let it go and realized that's not what I wanted or nor was it where I wanted to be. And thinking back on the quote that I mentioned in the little ray of joy moment, it's kind of funny that I found that quote because that happened with this relationship. He was, ended up dating a girl that I knew that I met through him (laughs) after uh, we had broken up and I had found out that he had told her all kinds of things about me and about why we broke up blaming everything on me and unfortunately 
I found out that she went through some of the same things that I went through in the relationship with him being physical and stuff. And so it's just crazy how things can work out or how tables can turn. But off that topic, (laughs) off of that story in particular, I... (laughs) Lord, like, I have no idea how many times I had to learn my lesson. But what I do know is that God kept fighting to free me from these situations and these toxic cycles that I continued to get caught up in. And there were a lot of times where I thought I would, like, never make it through and would never be happy again. But when I tell you he always makes a way, he always makes a way. Now... My relationship I'm in now is not perfect at all, and no relationship will be, but I have learned my lessons and I am listening to God. The biggest thing that helps in my current relationship is that we both seek God's guidance in our relationship and we both work to develop our own relationships with God. I know many of you are in toxic relationships and not necessarily toxic like the ones I described, but maybe you're having like trust issues or there's mental and emotional abuse. Or maybe you aren't in a relationship and you feel like you'll never find love or that you'll never find someone to make you happy. And in all of these cases, I suggest you begin working on your relationship with God, but also work on your relationship with yourself. I have learned from some of the relationships in which I did not mention that I had this ideal that a relationship will be perfect and that if things weren't going how I wanted them to that they were not meant to be and that's a false ideal I've learned and realized with my current relationship that the ones that are meant to last will require constant work from both people involved and I realized that I have a lot of personal growth to work on and to continue to work on for this relationship to continue to blossom and grow as well Now, don't get my words twisted. I'm not saying to stay and put up with abuse of any kind, but to stay alert, smart, and use proper judgment to know when a relationship needs to end and is not meant to be. One last thing I do want to point out is that both of you in the relationship have have to be willing to put in the work for the relationship to last. It's not up to one person to make it work. And this even goes for people who have issues trusting their partner. Yes, they betrayed your trust, but when you decide to stay with that person, it's now up to the both of you to make the relationship work and improve. That person can't earn your trust back if you don't allow them to. Now, I'm going to cut the conversation off right here and we'll save the trust talk for a later episode. But just remember to use your judgment, build your personal relationship with God, and seek God's guidance at all times. Now, I want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, remember to share, subscribe, and comment. I can be reached at Finding My Joy, and that's joy spelled with an I on Facebook and Instagram, and at FindingMyJoy at Yahoo.com. I, again, really appreciate you guys listening today, and I hope what I had to say helps you free yourself from something toxic if you are involved in anything toxic, but I also hope it helps you find the hope and faith that you need 
Now, you guys have a great week and go find your joy.